In this discussion, the students do more of a traditional literary analysis. So we have Kimi and Maisie from Kapiolani Community College, and we have Kristen from Kaimuki High School. And they are interested in looking at a series of symbols in the play. Symbols, as you might know, are objects that have a deeper meaning uh, in a literary text, in a story. And so, for example, you might also have colors that have certain, certain meanings. Uh, and in one case here, the students discuss a particular character that might be symbolic of a period in uh, Hawaiian history or an issue in Hawaiian history, and that's colonialism. If you're not familiar, uh, starting in 1778, uh, there was Western contact with the Hawaiian Islands. The European powers uh, um, reached the Hawaiian Islands and a long process started at the end of which uh, the Hawaiian Islands lost their sovereignty. And the students are discussing uh, in, in this analysis how this family in the, story, in the story represents the breaking apart of a culture and some of the pain that follows from that. Hi, I'm Kimmy. I'm a student from KCC. I'm Maisie. I'm also a student from KCC. My name is Kristen. I'm from KHS. And today we three will be talking about symbolism that's used in the play Uapal. Symbolism meaning looking deeper into an object, person, or situation that has more meaning to it. Now let's get started. Okay, so a character that I wanted to talk about is Stevie's mom. She was a white character amongst the other characters who were Hawaiians in the play and in the end the family just sort of broke apart so my question for you guys is do you think if Stevie's mom is a symbolism of colonialism wait as the definition of colonialism for me is when people from outside takes over someone else's territory Oh, okay. So I feel like um, the general idea of colonialism in society is basically white people coming into another place and basically taking taking over and ruining it. So I kind of see Stevie's mom, Lisa, as marrying into a Hawaiian family and through her actions, whether she intended to or not, pretty much destroyed the family from the inside. Michael, who is a woodworker, picks up one of his creations, which is a kind of weapon that he has used in one of the previous plays. And it's this kind of mace-like object with shark teeth around it. So he starts breaking the weapon by taking the teeth off. And I was just kind of wondering how, if that could be like symbolic of what Michael has been through throughout the trilogy. I feel like the whole part of breaking the family weapon is that it resembles the family being broken apart. And he says that it's done and over. It's like how it says Uapau in the play. It means it's done and it can't be fixed. So before going on, I wanted to break in for just a second so we could hear Maisie's reflection on a presentation that we heard from Harry Wong, who was the director of Uapau. And you can hear Maisie here 
realizing that his job as a director is to fill in uh, some of the symbolic details that we end up seeing on stage. One of the main takeaways that I got from this discussion was the importance of a role that the director has in producing a play. Because originally, I thought that all directors did was make sure that the acting was good enough. And I didn't realize that there are so many other things they had to take into consideration when making a play. Because when you think about it, the playwright just writes a script, so it's all dialogue. And it's really up to the director to take that script and make something visual out of it. Um, I feel like if you gave the same script to two different directors, you might get two totally different plays based on how the directors interpreted the script and which direction they went with it. Um, because the playwright doesn't really um, describe like characters' clothing or the environment around them or any other contextual hints that they could use. So um, like how the director had to decide what Stevie was wearing, like the color of her shirt and even the woodworking that Michael did. So, and that's only a little bit of it because then when you have the idea of what you want, you also have to make sure your idea is translatable into reality. So I thought that was really interesting as well. Oh yeah, so I don't know if you guys caught Stevie's shirt. She was wearing a white shirt and throughout the play there was different lighting and it just reflects on her shirt. So my question is, how does the white shirt show symbolism? So I think that it shows symbolism because um, since it's white, any light that shines on it changes the color of her shirt. So it shows kind of how Stevie is really um, empathetic and able to bring about the emotions of the scene. To illustrate the issues that the students are discussing, they perform a scene that serves as a flashback. It seems to be a memory that Alika is having uh, that sheds light on the violence that plagues his family, a violence that's been passed down from generation to generation because of the economic and cultural damage caused by colonialism. And the scene portrays Alika's father abusing uh, his wife, abusing Alika himself, abusing his cousins. Uh, and as you'll hear, the students are particularly interested in that all-important white shirt that Stevie wears. She seems to be somehow observing this memory, uh, taking it in, reflecting on it, and also expressing her emotions symbolically. The dad grabs her by the hair and shakes her violently. Dad says, what I told you. Michael jumps out of his chair and punches his uncle in the stomach. Michael said, Stop! Dad said, Oh, you effort. Samuel lets go of mom and grabs Michael. He starts to pound Michael in the face. Alika jumps up and tries to break it up, but before he can, mom grabs him and stops him. Dad says, Don't 
Don't ever, ever, ever try fall. You ain't big enough yet, boy. Michael is knocked unconscious. Samuel looks up in a rage. And scene. Okay, so in this scene, it just shows the color red on Stevie's shirt, which emphasizes the anger in the scene. Okay, so that is all for our podcast today. My name is Kimmy. I'm Maisie. And I'm Kristen. And you just listened to our podcast. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.